Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the BMW Life. That's boss life, mom life, wife life. And I am your host, Serena Moore Thomas, destroyer of comfort zones, speaker, author, entrepreneur, homeschooling mama. Yeah, doing a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But guess what? I want to show you how to find your rhythm, how to discover your God-given purpose, and how to do this thing called life with less grind, girl, and more grace. I promise you, you are in for a treat. Grab your notebook, something to write with, and let's get into it. episode, I am answering that question. Why or how did you, what was the question, Jesus? How did you decide (laughs) that homeschooling was right for your family? That was the question, y'all. And I did. I I answered it to the best of my ability in today's episode. And I do want to tell you this. If you want to follow our homeschooling journey, uh, we do have a Facebook page and it is Thomas Homeschool Academy. That is where we journal most of our experiences And then you'll learn in this episode about uh, Bryson and London's uh, homeschool apparel business online. And so that website, you can go and check out www.learninghappenseverywhere.org. Okay, so I'm sure that you'll enjoy some of the stuff that you hear today. But again, a quick Q&A episode just for you. Here's a question I definitely get a lot. How did you decide that homeschool was right for you and your family? Okay, so I'm going to give you the quick and dirty version because, like I said, we have to do a whole podcast series on homeschooling because there are so many different facets. So I'm going to just work with this question. How did you decide that homeschooling was right for you and your family? And so here we go. My husband and I talked about this extensively um, after we had placed my son Bryson into a private Christian school. um, And I was like, I, I was so committed to my child going to the school. Like, I mean, you couldn't tell me nothing, okay? He was going to go to this good Christian school, and it was going to be life-changing, and I was at a place where we could afford to do something different, and so um, we didn't have to do the regular public school, and, you know, I was concerned about the environment, all this stuff. So he went. He went to school in September, and he was out of school by October. (laughs) He did not last at all. Now, let me say this. I felt like a, um, I don't know, I, I, I started to feel like I wanted to homeschool him, but nobody in my family that I know, and we have a large family, I don't know anybody in my family that homeschools, not one person. Um, so it's not like it's a big, um, it's a big, tradition or you know there's a lot of people in my family that do this I had no idea but the summer before Bryson went to um went to school I I felt like I wanted to teach him at home for a little bit for a little while 
and I started doing like a summer camp thing that summer and I was I was actually buying curriculum like buying um, kindergarten stuff and I had already been working with him and I just I knew he was so smart that it was like easy for him to pick up things so we had already started doing a lot of of work and he was interested in everything so I felt that but I didn't really go with that and I got scared and so August I like at the at the cutoff date I literally took my application up there with my check and was like I need him to come here you know and they did the interview and he ended up getting in 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 September or whatever literally within the first week of school I was getting emails from the teacher like, hey, you know, just wanted to let you know Bryson was a little tired today. Da, 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 da. You know, just make sure he gets proper rest at night. And I'm like, okay, tired. Don't y'all have nap time? You know, <laughs> what? What? Why are you emailing me because he's tired? Um, and then it was, um, you know, Mrs. Thomas just wanted to let you know today, you know, Bryson was doing quite a bit of drumming, you know, on the table. Uh, and we had to tell him, you know, ask him to, to stop several times. If you could talk to him about that. And I'm like, this is kindergarten. Like, what, what are y'all doing in there? <laughs> right. And then it was another email, another email. And initially, and I'm just going to be very, very honest with you because many parents do this, right. But initially, I immediately go to Bryson and I'm like, Bryson, you have to behave in school. You have to do what the teacher is asking you to do. And da 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 da. And I'm, 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 we're correcting him and me and his father. Like, we're both like, you have to listen, put your listening ears on, make sure you're paying attention. Like, we're giving him all of this stuff. And then we're putting him on a bus. And the school that I chose for him to go to is not even close to my house. Um, and there is a video out there. Uh, if you find it, if you want to go search for it, it's totally up to you. But it was on Facebook of the first day of school. And I literally followed the bus to school and it was hilarious. And I really didn't want my baby to go on that bus. But, you know, he was taking a long bus ride. And so we would put him on the bus and everything and um, have these pep talks with him. And then eventually um, it was taking a toll on Bryson. And I noticed it. And Bryson would say stuff like he would come home looking kind of defeated and he was not the the same happy kid that I sent there and he would say things like mom did I have a good day today and I'm like what you mean did you have a good day today and what he was getting at was like did the teacher call you again or you know did I do something wrong again um and I did not like that I, I did not like that right and so started digging deeper. Then they wanted to evaluate him. And this is all like literally in the first three weeks. <laughs> they wanted to evaluate him. They're telling me he's hyperactive and all of this stuff. And they wanted um, my consent for a behavioral um, uh, therapist or whatever to just observe him, not interview him, not speak with him, but just observe him in the classroom. Right. And I agreed. And I'm like, yeah, I want to know what, you, what she think. Right. So long story short, we, um, the behavioral person lady, she called me and she was so sweet. She was so nice. 
and I told her, you know, what was going on. And I said, you know what, it's a Christian school. They, they, I was at the, the parents' prayer meeting thing in the morning. They pray for the kids, pray for the students. So I was like involved in that the first day. Um, and I told her, I said, you know, I really feel like God wants me to, to teach him at home. And she said, without hesitation, she said, if that is what God is leading you to do, I believe that that might be what you should do because she said Bryson is brilliant. There, he's not he's not slow or incapable of doing this work at all. Um, nor is his problem behavioral. He's extremely intelligent and he's bored. He's very very bored. Um, he, he the things that the kids are doing are just not interesting enough. She said I've watched him. He carries conversations with the adults, with the teachers. The the teacher aide, um, even though, you know, he can be a little more rambunctious than some of the other kids, he's just energetic. And that's, that's not a problem. She said, but even the way he communicates his needs, while they're reading the story, he will raise his hand in the middle of the story and say, is it almost time for playtime now? Like, that's, that's a good thing. That's not a thing we want to, you know, um, punish him for. He's really asking because he wants to know. And he's asking respectfully, like she said, your son is, is, is amazing. He's really amazing. And I did talk to him a little bit, um, while I was in the classroom because he was playing with something and he was telling me about it. And she said, he's, he's really bright. And I said, okay. So, we ended up, um, I said, oh, they, they, their last recommendation was, I don't think he can be in the kindergarten class because he's not mature enough. Um, he still wants to play. He wants to take naps. Our recommendation would be to put him back in, in a pre-K class. And I said, the way that I'm paying this tuition, which is like mortgage, um, I'm not going to pay mortgage for a pre-K class, right? This is not what we're going to do. And so we ended up taking him out and I, um, you know, prayed about it. Rick and I had already started like investigating um, homeschooling, um, particularly um, black homeschooling, or Afrocentric homeschooling, um, homeschooling for black children. And the kind of statistics, the kind of information we found was alarming and it was life changing also. And so I figured, OK, if anything, I can't mess up kindergarten like come on. I can't mess up kindergarten. I work from home. I'm home. I don't have an office that I need to report to. So I can, I have the means to, to do it. So we took him out, brought him home. And, um, I started, um, you know, I started looking online and I went to Facebook first and I went to like different Facebook groups. So, you know, Facebook has all those groups. I started finding, um, uh, uh homeschool groups and I found a Bucks County homeschool group and a Philadelphia homeschool group. And I began like posting in there. And immediately it was like 20 women, you know, they were just like, oh, my God, welcome to our community. You know, we meet here. We meet at the park. We have this co-op. We have this thing. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool because I didn't have a picture of what homeschool looked like. Um, I had come across some videos of a brother that I follow now um, as well. His name is Marcus Klein. And what I would do, I would get all this information. I would share it with my husband. We would watch videos together. We went to a homeschool conference. Like we did a lot of due diligence and we decided that this might be a good way to go 
for for us. We didn't want to put them in public school. And so I have very, very strong opinions about the public school system. I have strong opinions about the school system, the education system as it is in our country, period, right? So please hear me out. I'm not saying all schools are bad. No kid can learn from public school. I am a product of public school education. I'm not saying that everybody should pull their kids out of school. So just listen. This is this is again me answering the question that was posed to me. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I have very strong opinions about the education system, right, in this country. I believe that any system, just like you create systems and processes in your business, you create a system to produce a specific result. That's what a system is for. And I believe that our educational system in this country is broken very badly <laughs> and I don't want what that system is designed to produce now do people do extremely well and go far absolutely like any other system there are some things that just do better than others right but um that was the decision we made for our family like I know that ultimately you know I wanted to be able to travel with my children I travel and speak and do you know different things I want them with me I am more concerned about them having life skills being able to um, have yeah good good solid life skills than being able to memorize some information to take a test and be graded um, because the grade doesn't mean that you know I mean that just because you got an A doesn't mean you know the information. And to be honest, the person that got an A is sitting next to somebody that has an F. So the per, the, the simple fact that you're in school is not enough to say you're learning, right? And so we really started embracing our mantra, which is learning happens everywhere. And I must say that my kids have been, you know, they've had the opportunity to be exposed to so much. They've learned in so many different ways. They learn through conversations. They learn through experiential learning. We have a nature class. We attend a gym class. There's like 75 families at um, at the gym class at the at the at the um, it's a Christian college that's here um, in 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 the city where I live um, or near where I live. And I, I met so many homeschool families there. We have play dates. We have things we do at the library. Um, we've been invited by museums to test things before other people. Like the kind of opportunities that we've been able to um, have are just amazing. And so um, we decided that we're going to continue just like this. Um, we do believe that learning happens everywhere. We believe that the world is our classroom. We ultimately want to world school and take them to different countries and learn that way. Um, and we have a good uh, we have a good community. We have a good community. We're not worried about socialization um, because the only way that you can not be socialized is if you live in a cave, right? Because we all just live around people. Um, and just because you're in a classroom with 20 other students that are all your age, that doesn't mean you're socializing. And in fact, when you go to school, the very first thing they tell you is you're not here to socialize. <laughs> you're here to learn. And so I don't agree 
Um, I don't think it is a a good thing for my family, for my children. Now, my older children, they were homeschooled. And um, and so it's not like I mean, they were pub, they were in public school. Um, they were not homeschooled. So it's not like I'm just totally again. You know, I've never had a kid in, in school. I have. Um, and, you know, a large part of my decision was even what I experienced with them in school in dealing with the education system and the teachers and the prejudice and the stuff. Um, I don't homeschool because I'm afraid. Um, like, you know, there are some people that don't, that homeschool because they are afraid of school shootings and afraid of influences and, and afraid of different things. I'm not afraid. I believe that I have a job and a responsibility. And I believe that God really placed this in my heart. Like I, I take seriously um, to train up a child in the way that he should go. Um, and I and I do that because they're with us, you know, and I, I'm a firm believer that, you know, whoever has the most time with the child has the most influence. And we are you we we want to remain especially in these early years the the greatest influence and um the world has changed so much you know there's so many different opportunities and ways to learn and so um i am excited about the decision that we've made and we are now going into year four um for uh for homeschooling and so it's been a um, journey. Is it hard? Yes. Is it difficult? Yes. Do you feel like you're failing sometimes? Yeah. Do you feel like quitting? Yes. Um, do you sometimes wish your kids could get on the bus and go to school? Yeah, that all happens. But it's, you know, it's common. It's common in our community um, <laughs> that, you know, we have these jokes um, and it is what it is. It's it's a decision that we made not for a temporary thing, but because we are um, we're committed to being responsible for their education. And then the last thing that I'll say on this, because I can go on and on forever on homeschooling. As a homeschooling family, as parents, I do not stand before my kids as the all-knowing teacher I don't use at this point I'm not using any box curriculum um, or anything like that I put together um, our curriculum and we learn through like unit studies and stuff like that so I asked the kids in the beginning of the year you know kind of or over the summer even what do you want to learn about most uh, what do you want to dive into and for like one season and you can check out our um, Thomas Homeschool Academy page um, on Facebook and, you know, see some of the stuff that we do. Uh, Bryson also has a uh, apparel, a homeschool apparel line. Um, and that's uh, org. That's his t-shirt line. Um, and we started that when he was six. That's another story. But uh, what was I saying? Yeah. I lost my thought. I don't usually do that. Oh, I was saying that I don't stand before them as like the all-knowing authority on all things. What I do is facilitate learning opportunities 
which means I'm not the only one they learn from. They learn from different people in our community. Um, We have friends whose mothers are teachers. We have um, friends whose grandmothers are retired teachers and they dedicate time to our children. Um, We, I mean, we have, we facilitate learning opportunities. We attend classes. We go to different co-ops. We go to different things. And um, so I'm not the only one teaching them. And so that's 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 the other thing Um, in terms of how we put our curriculum together. I do ask them questions, see what they're interested in. We did a spy theme one year because they were into spies. But I used that whole theme to teach them, you know, how to read because we were leaving clues in the refrigerator and behind the TV and, you know, all kinds of things. We 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 have a great emphasis on black history here. Um, And so they know um, our history and they know, um, you know, they know who they are as a people. And, uh, we spend a lot of time in like our Bible study studies, um, and they know their scriptures and, you know, so these are things that were important to me. Um, they understand entrepreneurship. They, um, you know, they're responsible for running the vending machines at the, the barbershop and they sweep hair, you know, they work with daddy half the day. So they, they get exposed to quite a bit. And I believe all of that is a part of their learning. So that is my answer to, <laughs> to the question. And like I said, there's so, there's a lot of different ways to homeschool. So, um, yeah, that's, that's how we decided to, that homeschooling was right for our family because we didn't make it in regular, you know, uh, traditional, uh, school environment. And, um, we did our research and we prayed about it and we've seen, uh, awesome results from it. Um, our kids are, are just, they are phenomenal. All of our kids are phenomenal, the older ones and the younger ones. Um, and even my older ones, they didn't take necessarily, both of them didn't go traditional. Like my one of my daughters went to a tech high school where, you know, she had her civil engineering um, certificate, her AutoCAD certificate in like 11th grade, you know, like she, she was doing things that are, you know, a little different. And so we are, um, we are about that learning happens everywhere life. And uh, for these little ones, we have decided that this is the way that we will um, continue we are uh, definitely encouraged by the kids in our community, in a homeschool community, that are, you know, 14 and being able to now take, you know, college courses online and <laughs> dual enroll at, you know, really, really young ages because there are, you know, there are a lot of benefits to, to it. Um, but it is a commitment. It is not always easy. And it is, um, you know, it can be a lot of fun, but it is a life decision. It's not like um, a just, you know, this is something we do from this time to this time. We sit at the table, we do worksheets. It's not um, homeschooling is a part of our life. You come to my house any given day. Um, It may not look like they're doing anything related to school at all. Um, And sometimes, you know, yeah, it, it is like that. You know, they might be playing with Legos for like three hours, 
but um, the kinds of things that they're building, the instructions that they're following, the things that they're creating, you know, it's playing with snap circuits and, you know, figuring out how to code, like those kind of things. Mm. Yeah, we let them do that as much as they want. <laughs> we too. So we're a little different over here with how we do our homeschool, but that is the overall um, answer to that question. How did we decide that homeschooling was right for our family? That's it. And we'll be back with like another homeschooling series on the many types of homeschooling. Okay. All right, guys, enough for today. Have a good one. You see there, I told you you were in for a treat. Is that incredible or what? I am sure that there was something said today that has you really, really thinking. And here's the deal. You can head right over to my website and I have so many good things for you, like specifically for you. Uh, we have a community of like-minded, faith-focused individuals that are ready to wrap their arms around you and welcome you. And I mean, we have freebies and goodies and all kinds of things. So head on over to serenathomas.com and that's where you can continue this conversation with us and really engage further, okay? And then also also, if you are listening to this podcast today and you are like, girl, this is exactly what I needed. I need to know that. Okay, so send me a message. Certainly head over to iTunes and leave us a review. Make sure that you are subscribed or following this channel so that you're the first to know when new episodes are loaded. I'm so glad you took the time to join us and listen, don't be stingy. I know you have a family, friend, or follower that needs this today. So take a screenshot, post it, girl, or just share it. But I enjoyed every moment of it, and I can't wait to connect with you again next week on the BMW Life Podcast. Talk to you soon. Bye.